You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make banks, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hey, hey, my loves, welcome back to the pod. So before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you that I have one-to-one coaching spots available. So this is for you if you're looking for a coach to hold you accountable to growing your business, wanting to overcome that feeling of being a fraud, wanting to change your self-talk and silence your inner imposter, wanting to sell more confidently and sign high-ticket clients, okay? So we deep dive into your mindset and your business for six whole months so you can truly live the life that you want, make the money you want to make, step into that identity as a sought out expert and feel like it too. So you can click the link in my show notes to apply before all the spots are taken for the rest of the year. The investment is 8,000 USD and you can pay in full or there is a monthly payment plan option. So today's episode comes from a group coaching session where two of my clients were expressing wanting to feel a certain way and for outside circumstances to make them feel that way. So one client, client one, expressed wanting to make more money in her business and the other client, client two, expressed wanting a family member to be proud of her when it came to running her own coaching business. So two very different things, okay? And here's the thing, we set goals, right? We set goals and we work to achieve them. And I don't know if you've noticed, but as soon as you achieve a goal, it's on to the next thing. And this is because we are not chasing the goal or the thing we think the goal will give us. We are actually looking for the permission to feel what we want to feel. Okay, I'm going to say that again. This is because we're not chasing the goal or the thing we think the goal will give us. We are looking for the permission to feel what we want to feel. So if we make 100K, we give ourselves permission to feel good and proud of ourselves. If we run a marathon, we give ourselves permission to feel accomplished. You will not catch me running a marathon. My sister's boyfriend and my sister-in-law and my brother are all training to run like full ass fucking marathons and you will not catch me doing that let me just be clear (laughs) they actually had me on the cross country team in school and whenever I got chosen for track and field they always chose me for the like 400 meter and the 800 meter even though I was a really good sprinter but I wasn't the best sprinters and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before but I am literally like average at everything and this was just another thing that I was average at and I would always be so pissed off when they would put me in the 400 meter or the 800 meter and I would just make sure I was never last I was like as long as I don't come in last I'm good so I would come in second last and that my friends is intention setting. (laughs) 
and manifesting. Anyways, back on track. So the actual act of goal setting isn't a problem, okay? We should always be setting goals because it does help us achieve what we want. The intention setting, being clear, being specific. And you've heard me talk about goal setting on the podcast before where I described it as being more about who you're becoming as you achieve the goal rather than achieving the goal itself. Because while goal setting is important, um, I think that we we just we set the goal and then when we achieve it we move on right like there's not a ton of celebration or time spent being like oh my god yeah we reached the goal like you could potentially do that but because of the way we are in society the way that we are raised the way that we are programmed uh through school and other societal constructs like we are used to just moving on to the next goal so again While goal setting is important, I think we can hack the system even further by allowing ourselves to feel whatever we want to feel right fucking now. And I don't think that that stops us from trying to achieve goals. It actually will move us closer to achieving the goal. It will collapse time. I'm not going to go into the whole like quantum field thing, but like it will collapse time when you allow yourself to feel your feelings that you would feel when your goal is achieved. So... When I asked my client, client one, who wanted to make more money, why she wanted to make this money, other than the obvious to pay bills and all that stuff, she said she wanted to stop feeling guilty about spending money on extra things and wanting to go on trips. Like she wanted to spend her money without feeling guilty. And she thought, well, if I just have more money, then I'm not going to feel guilty. She wanted to feel safe and secure, okay? When I asked my client, client number two, who wanted the family member to be proud of her, when I asked her why she wanted this specific family member to be proud of her, she said to receive the validation and to feel like she was doing a good job, okay? So client one wanted to feel safe, secure, and to not feel guilty. And client two wanted to feel validated, loved, and supported, So what is stopping us from feeling those things right now? So for client two, I actually had her sit back, close her eyes, and feel what pride would feel like in her body. And I've actually been doing this a lot within the last year, specifically when I'm meditating, visualizing, and I have cried every single time. Because you see, being proud of myself was never something I allowed myself to feel. I thought I had to achieve humongous things in order to feel proud of myself. And even after getting a master's degree, making $300,000 in my business in only two and a half years, leaving my full-time job last year, doing all these things despite having a stutter, anxiety, depression, ADHD... I have experiences in my life where I learned that feeling proud of myself was stupid and I just shouldn't do it. It was like bragging or boasting or just amplifying me and being seen and being congratulated and like feeling really good about myself. So I learned to dim that light. I learned to not shine my light. So when I was trying to find the emotion that was helping me manifest things faster I would always come back to this feeling of pride like feeling proud of myself and then I checked in with all the experiences I had in my day-to-day life was I actually 
feeling proud of myself? And the answer was no. So I was just feeling proud of myself while I was doing a visualization thinking when I get to the goal of buying a house or making half a million, making a million, like I'm going to be so proud of myself. But am I actually doing that now in my everyday life, even outside of just visualization, right? So the first step would be during that visualization time when I'm doing my routine in the morning, but how can I implement that into my everyday? And that emotion again that was helping me specifically was pride pride for myself and how far I've come and I am allowed to feel proud of myself right now there is nobody stopping me and I can even feel proud of myself for something that hasn't even happened yet like mind fuck isn't that amazing that I can choose to feel proud of myself for something that hasn't even happened yet because I'm so certain that it's going to happen right and that's why I do all this work on myself and why I look at my thoughts and look at my limiting beliefs and look at how I'm feeling because it it helps me solidify that belief and the certainty that everything is going to work out for me. So this is actually the process of manifesting is me feeling proud of myself for something that hasn't even happened yet, actually feeling it in my body, feeling the feelings you would feel once your goal has come to fruition. So I sit in those feelings for at least one minute a day, two minutes a day. And then from there, I take the inspired action, do the work so I can make it happen, right? So essentially what I'm saying here is that we don't need to wait to feel anything at all. And it is actually a manifestation practice to allow yourself to feel how you want to feel right now. You don't need to wait to feel proud of yourself. You don't need to wait to feel loved or validated. You can allow yourself to feel that right now. You can give yourself that right now because it really is just a feeling in the body. And it is also just an abnormal feeling in the body. It is just a different feeling in the body, especially if you're so used to feeling anxious, depressed, sad, down, lonely, isolated, whatever you feel in your body. Again, it is just a sensation. It's not just a sensation, you know, but it is just a sensation in your body that you are feeling. And because you're just so used to feeling it, that's where you will naturally gravitate to. But the same thing goes for the, for those positive emotions that that you know you're gonna feel when you achieve the goal but I hear you though you want the validation of course you want the money you want the goal and to that I say that the time is gonna pass anyways right you will always be working on yourself and working towards your goals even when you achieve all of the things Allowing yourself to feel how you want to feel before the external circumstance transpires or before you have the thing you want is just solidifying that once the thing happens or manifests, you will actually recognize the feeling, okay? Let me say that again. Allowing yourself to feel how you want to feel before the external circumstance transpires or before you have the thing you want is just solidifying that once that thing happens or manifests, you will actually recognize the feeling. And what happens when we recognize a feeling, we deem it as safe. It is comfortable for our brains. We feel safe and comfortable and we allow ourselves to live in that. And your anxiety and your fear and your lack and your scarcity are just comfortable to you right now and you could be saying to me through the phone through the car whatever it is being like Jill what the fuck I don't 
I'm not actually comfortable in my anxious thoughts. I'm actually the opposite of comfortable. But your brain is comfortable because it's predictable, right? So what if you instead tried to cultivate the feelings that you want to feel that you know you'll feel when you know the goal is reached so you recognize that feeling when it's achieved you'll allow yourself to celebrate more you'll sit in the present moment and in gratitude for longer because your body will recognize oh yeah we felt this before we recognize this it's happening and that is happiness being present and grateful which feels good when we allow it to feel good So right now, unless you're driving, don't close your eyes if you're driving. I want you to close your eyes if you're not driving though. And I want you to feel proud of yourself. So what does proud feel like? Where in your body do you feel it? So take a second. Where in your body do you feel it? What color is it? So if it was a color, what color would it be? If it was a shape, what shape would it be? And I want you to feel it expand in your body, breathing into it, feel it resonating and sinking into your cells, feel proud of yourself. If you can think of specific reasons as to why, do that if that helps, but you don't have to just feel pride radiating through your body. If it's helpful as well, imagine a beautiful light coming down from the sky filling you up with pride right allow it to sit in your body and notice that you created that so imagine what you could do if you allowed yourself to feel everything you're not giving yourself permission to feel until you sign the client or make 10k hit six figures feel good enough receive that validation or support from that friend or that family member let me tell you You are the only person who is going to hit all the goals in your life, in your business. And that means that you are also the only person who will allow yourself to feel good and worthy of it all once it happens. Give yourself permission right now. You are allowed. And spoiler alert, when you do all this work on yourself, and I know, I know how you must currently feel being like, it feels like I will never get out of this thought spiral. It feels like I will never get out of these shitty feelings. It feels like I will never get out of the way that I'm currently feeling. I hear you. I've been there. I was there fucking two weeks ago. When you are neurodivergent, when you have ADHD, or if you suffer with anxiety or depression, or if you're just a human, you know, I go through really big emotional waves, very much up and down where my brain will convince me if I'm not having a good day or I'm just feeling kind of off that everything is going to shit. My business sucks. My clients hate me. Like this is literally, we have a visitor. Chester is here for those of you wondering what the hell that big thump was. <laughs> um I have those days where I feel like everything is falling apart and it is just my brain. It's just my brain being a brain trying to rectify the way that I'm feeling. It's trying to give me a reason. But my body doesn't need a reason to be a functioning human body. I can just feel the feelings, not judge myself. And this took so much work, but I'm telling you, on the other side of it, it is you. 
It is you allowing yourself to have the thoughts that you have. It is you allowing yourself to feel the way that you want to feel. It is you doing all of this. And yes, when you work with a coach, when you do a group coaching program, when you work with somebody one-to-one, when you have access to tools, that is the facilitation of your growth. So absolutely do that. But I just want you to know that at the end of it, it is still you allowing yourself to feel and think the way that you want to and the way that you allow yourself to. So I pair this kind of like somatic embodiment work with changing your self-talk to sign clients in my group coaching program, the From Imposter to Empowered program, which is my signature program. Yes, I'm bringing it back. I've run it twice before and it's been on my heart to start running it again and make it my signature program. So I will be launching. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing it in July. I may potentially be moving it up, but for now, I'm launching in July, and I feel like the first round will start at the end of August. That's what I'm getting, and this will help you silence your inner imposter for good, sign clients, feel worthy of being a sought-out coach, and all those details are to come. And don't forget, if you are looking for a more intimate experience to have my eyes and me one-on-one an experience with just you and your business and we deep dive and you get all the results you could ever want I have one-to-one coaching spots available so book a sales call at the link in my show notes and I love you guys so much I'll see you next week Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program, The Worthy Woman Method. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.